You're listening to Red Nation Online. Welcome to Inside the MLS. News and interviews from and about key figures and happenings around Major League Soccer. Red Nation recently had the chance to chat with Montreal Impact keeper Troy Perkins. In this interview, Troy and Red Nation discuss his move from the Portland Timbers to the Impact, his thoughts on the evolution of the MLS over the last several years, and how Montreal can look to build upon what has been an impressive debut season for the first-year MLS club. Troy, on the surface, it does not appear that there's been a big adjustment for you in terms of stepping into the Montreal lineup following your trade from Portland. You've earned three shutouts and six starts, and I believe you've brought the type of consistency and and form that the Montreal Brass were looking for when they acquired you. How do you think the move to Montreal has gone for you thus far? Uh, it, it's been it's been really smooth, to be honest with you. It's it's been enjoyable, and you know my my family finally came in this past weekend, so. It's nice to have everyone together again, and you know, it's it's been a really good atmosphere to step into. So from from my standpoint, it's been easy to do. Montreal is undoubtedly you know a beautiful and exciting city, uh, very European in nature. Uh, that said, culturally culturally it is a little bit different from other big North American cities. How are you adjusting to life in Montreal off the pitch? It's it's been okay. You know, uh, I've had a good experience of living in Norway for for two years, so. Getting used to, to step into a new country and culture and all that was was easy. Um, the the biggest thing is you have to remember that the states is only about a forty five minutes an hour drive, and when you think about that, it's really strange. Uh, but it's it's a great city, really. There's so much to see and do, and uh, my my wife feels comfortable. My kids went to school today for the first time. I loved it. So uh, the family and myself are extremely happy. The Impact have some pretty impressive names playing on their back line in Alessandro Nesta, Matteo Ferrari, and Nelson Rivas. As a keeper, how are you enjoying having players with their pedigree and experience playing in front of you? It's every day. It's educational, I'll tell you that. It's always interesting to see their opinions and, and talk to them uh, on what they feel was right, what was wrong. Uh, and just it just gives a whole calming effect to the whole team with those guys back there. You're a player who basically started your pro career in the MLS, then made the move to Europe, as you as you touched on, um, and went there for a few years, and then made the decision to move back to Major League Soccer. I'm curious, did you notice any change in the overall quality of the league from when you left in 2007 compared to when you returned in 2010? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's certainly from... from even two years ago, I, I think the quality is improved, uh, and... Yeah, that comes with the financial backing that a lot of the clubs are getting now, and especially with the new clubs coming in, Seattle, Portland, Vancouver, and Montreal, that the caliber of the bar has been, been raised, and every year it's getting better and better, and teams are, are finding better and better players. And with, with everything that's going on in Europe, it's it's nice for a guy with a family to, to come and do what he loves and be consistently paid for it instead of waiting every couple months to get a paycheck. Uh, and, and it's it's, just, it's that security and it's that competitiveness competitiveness of every match. You know, it, there's there's games in Europe where you, you play a really uh, a lower team that's been you know promoted and it's just not that big of a game. But almost every game in this league is important, and you've seen down the last two months that every game's counted. 
I think it's also safe to say that when you return to uh, DC United in 2010, uh, new MLS clubs like Toronto, Portland, uh, Seattle, and now Montreal have played a big role in the increased overall excitement around the league in terms of support and uh, specifically supporter culture. How noticeable were those types of changes when you uh, came back to the MLS? I mean, <laughs> if I were to go back to Portland, I'm going to get slapped back to head for this one, but you know, Seattle set the standard. Seattle really did. They come in the league, and they're averaging, I think their first year was 32,000 a game. That I mean, you see that those numbers, and then you look at the, the other clubs in the league that are pulling, you know, they, they say they're pulling 10, but they're really pulling 6. And now you're like, wow, what's the big deal? So now you get the newer clubs that come in the following season, Portland and Vancouver, and they're all getting 20 to 30,000. And now it's it's really setting the setting the bar and, and setting the standard for the whole league of saying this is what we expect from all the new teams and this is what we expect from all the clubs around the league. And you look at LA, you know LA never never really pulled a big crowd, but now almost every game they play is sold out. So it's it starting to trickle down to all the other clubs, and you know, it's exciting. It's exciting to see. In terms of your time in Europe, Valerenga is a club that a lot of Canadian fans will be familiar with due to the fact that a couple of uh, current Canadian internationals, Lars Hirschfeld and Toe St. Ricketts, are currently playing there. I'm curious, how did you find playing in Norway compared to the MLS? It's very tactical. Uh, they're, they're, everything's black and white, really. And it's, it's, it's very good because you learn a lot. You, you do. Uh, you know, the, the mental part of the game, and as well as physical. It's a very high-paced, physical environment there. Uh, a lot of big guys, a lot of just fighting for balls in the box. Uh, the club itself there w was incredible. Uh, you know, there was just some things that just weren't working for me there that I didn't feel comfortable with uh, off the field. So uh, from, from a professional standpoint, it was a great club to play for, and Lars has done exceptionally well there, and uh, I, I know they're happy with it. You, you know, would you encourage young players to make that move? Do you think you, you benefited from uh, from that time away and, and, you know, came back to the MLS a better player? Yeah, if you look at the season I had in 2010, everyone would say no. <laughs> but I think I did. I, I think I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot, you know, about the game and about my position. And it's just it's a different education over there. You know, you can say that the American – level you know the level of soccer here is just as good as the else and it's getting there but as a younger player I, I think going over there being around the coaches that were there really improved me mentally physically I, I think the American goalkeepers are by far the the most talented and most gifted goalkeepers in the world but we got to get better coaching at, at a younger age and make it more available uh, to a larger mass Often when players are traded, you hear supporters and, you know, people in the media debating who got the better of a deal and, you know, who might have improved their side more significantly. However, it's not very often that you hear uh, team managers making anything other than cliched or uh, neutral statements. Uh, you won't get a chance to play against Portland until next season, but is that a match that you'll have circled when the MLS releases the 2013 fixture schedule? Yeah, yes. You know, it, it'll, be, it'll be a good point. I, I, I'm mixed about it. It's tough to say, to be honest. But it'll be a good chance for me to go back and say goodbye to everyone. Uh, you know, the trade came on a Tuesday. I was on the plane the next morning. So I, I made a quick haste goodbye out of the clubhouse there and got my things and left. But 
You know, there, there's still there's a lot of people off the field there that meant a lot to me and that really, you know, deserve a lot. And the fans are one, and obviously there's a lot of people that were very good, good friends and close to us. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a highlight. I guess that's the short answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, looking, comparing Europe and, and, and American sports, North American sports again, um, you know, it looks like uh, in Europe, you know, that type of thing doesn't happen very often. Is that the harder part about being a professional athlete in North America is, uh, you know, the, uh, the trade that can just happen at any time? Yeah. Um, this, one, this one hurt. This one hurt me personally. And, you know, it hurt my family dearly. Um, but coming here, you know, it makes up for it. Uh, I mean, we had a, everything was great off the field there in Portland for my family. Uh, and to kind of have it blindside you like that really hurts you, you know, more emotionally than anything. But, you know, having it come from a coaching staff here and a team here that was really, really going after you uh, kind of makes up for all of it. It makes you feel like, you know what, I'm going to go someplace if someone wants me there. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's a nice feeling to have. And now you're playing with players like Marco De Vallo, Nesta, Patrice Bernier, Felipe, Dave, uh, Davey Arnault. You know, how's, how's the chemistry on the team, and how, how quickly did you feel integrated and in part of the group? Right away. I mean, I stepped on the field the, the next day after I arrived, and, you know, we went on to New England to win a scrappy game one zero, and the guys were fantastic. You know, the, the, I come in, they're all welcome. They're, you know, glad to have you here. You know, let's step in and play. And, you know, I've always wanted to play on the team with Davey, you know, since, since I came in the league and we've been at the national team a couple times together. I always thought the guy was going to be a fantastic guy to play with. And, you know, I'm finding out firsthand it's, it's true. He's a great guy to be with. Interestingly, with the trade from Portland to Montreal, you ended up leaving one former NASL, you know, USL team with a strong history and a strong ownership group that knows soccer and uh you know moved to another with a similar history and pedigree what have been your early impressions of the montreal impact organization and the manner in which the club has made the switch to the mls i i think they've done fantastic you know of the canadian clubs that, I, that i've seen you know, i've only been to vancouver once but you know from from what i've heard about other places this place is as close to a european atmosphere and a european club as you can get in i think north america they, the youth system they have in place is incredible. Uh, and obviously the facility here at, at Stad Saputo is incredible as well. And the ownership is, you know, they, they spared nothing on making sure everyone knows what they're producing here. As a former MLS goalkeeper of the year, you were a, a vital part of a Portland Timbers side that performed very well in their first season in the MLS. How would you compare being a Portland Timber player in their first season in MLS to being a member of the Montreal Impact, you know, moving their way through their first year in the North American top flight? It's different. You know, here, I, I think the biggest thing is just a different environment here. It's it, it's. I don't want to say it's that Italian, the, the French. I don't know. It's just the overall expectation of the team is, look, you're a good team. You need to go out and win. Okay? But if you don't win, you need to make sure that it's not embarrassing that you lose. In Portland, it was just high intensity. It's the way we played, just physical, high-intensity football. Uh, and he had – it was different. I, I guess it, it, It's really hard to compare. I, I really don't know in words how to describe everything like that because in Portland is such a small town that you were a big star and here it's 
people know what the who the impacts are, but they really don't care that much. Uh, besides, they get the people that come to the games and you know cheer for you. Outside of that, it, it's it, it's a big pop, a much bigger populace to to kind of get yourself out it. Go get it. One final question for you. Um, as impressive as Portland were in their debut season, uh, they struggled in their second year in the league. Um, in the estimation of most people, Montreal has done well in their first year in the MLS and has built a team that looks poised for greater success in year two. Now, given your experience as, as a veteran player, what do you think Montreal needs to do in order to not stall in their second year and actually improve upon their 2012 performances? you, you got to give the confidence to the guys that are here, uh, the guys that have put put the club on the map as far as the league goes and and make sure those guys feel that they're wanted and that they belong here because the hardest part was at the end of the year in Portland is half the team was gone into the, the season they didn't you know they released everyone and so what you spent that whole first year building with it was gone the the camaraderie the the chemistry and the desire that the guys had on the field was now well now we got you know another 10 new guys to bring in what are we going to do I know this is going to be a tough again and so we had to get adapt to a whole new system, a whole new style of play again, and get to know each other. And here, the chemistry is brilliant. Uh, so that's not something you want to mess with too much. And, you know, maybe it's just a couple of players here and there. But, you know, as a most part, the group's solid.